I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brew Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwhistle, and um, uh, it's a sad day here in the town of Murkheim. Uh, as all of you know, um, a man with whom I have had um, some issues in the past, um, Fur Hat Greg, um, passed away recently, um, as in just this morning. And, um, I, I, you know, I, I've seen people in the streets today and, um, you know, people don't know what to say to me because they know that, that Greg and I, we had our outs. But, you know, before that, we were, we were thick as thieves, you know, we were real pals, you know, for a time. And then, you know, as, as happens with so often, you know, a woman came between us, you know, and it just so happened to be his wife. And, um, you know, I never really forgave him for that. Um, so I'd like to, I guess, just say, if you harbor any grudges towards, uh, towards people, um, you know, maybe see way to just really letting them know before they go, um, how very much you despise their, their, their just general being. Because I feel like he left this planet, um, not really having a firm grasp of the fact that I was going to carry this grudge far beyond his death and into my own, you know? Because I, 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 I hate to think that on his deathbed he thought, okay, well, at least after this, Jasper would feel a little sorry for, 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 for treating me the way that I have deserved. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll really get back at him by dying. And I, I don't want to think that he, um, he got away with that. So you're in a similar situation and there's somebody that, you know, just really just really just gets to you, you know, just did something, you know, married the woman that you loved, um, something of that nature, you know, whatever it was, um, just let them know. Don't, don't, don't make any questions about it. Just say, you know what, buddy, even after you're gone, I'm still going to dislike you. You know, I wish I would have said that to him. I just never had the opportunity. I never thought, I guess I had plenty of opportunities, but I just never thought I would need to. Okay. So take, uh, take my advice and, um, and just let them know that you're just going to be laughing at their, at their grave side, you know, just rub it in in advance, you know. And, uh, I just never took the opportunity. Uh, all right, well, you know, tonight uh, it, it's a somber evening uh, because of this loss that I have experienced personally, but, you know, let's not let that get in the way of a story, you know. There's a, a quite an exciting uh, bit to talk about tonight, and uh, when I say that, um, boy, usually I mean it. Almost always I mean it, but never quite as much as I mean it tonight. Um, 
you know, I play a great role in this, and there's there's some wonderful storytelling um, that is kind of a storytelling inception bit where I tell a story, and you're going to hear a little bit of the story I was telling within the story. Now, usually I don't do that because it kind of gives people a, a, a confused cloud, but I trust your judgment now. You're all seemingly, uh, you know, able to handle a little bit more complexity of story. So, I mean, I will get a little bit into it, but also it was a lovely story that I don't feel I got to tell all the way through about the history of canned goods and their effect on the Austin Reach, you know, the Great War. Um, but, you know, hey, you'll hear a little bit of that in here. But, you know, also, uh, boy, here's the moment, right, folks, when, um, when the brute force finally gets back to where they had started, the tomb itself um, within this cave. Oh, man, what will they find? What is a Garion just going to be in there? You know, a dead shriveled corpse with no hands? I mean, that's good. It's possible, right? I mean, highly unlikely given everything they've learned so far you know they they kind of get the impression that he's probably out there alive somewhere but he could be dead they don't know they just got to get that confirmation um but as you'll soon hear they found so much more than they had bargained for in that crypt so they're all outside at the moment listening to to jasper, jasper right? mm-hmm. Yeah, she is very she is very intrigued in Jasper's stories right now. Uh, can I just like straight up just cast this on her? Uh, yeah, you can cast it on her. Do you have to like, man? I don't know. Wouldn't you have to like have eye contact with somebody to charm them? You would think. I mean, you're gonna have to steal her attention. I think maybe. Uh, I don't know. I usually don't have to have eye contact for people to charm them in uh, real life. Mm, <laughs> mm. If they're all distracted by Jasper at the moment, though, do we even need to charm her? Can we just break in? Or do you just want to exercise your power? You know, you know what? That is a good point. Um, let's just go inside, and if they uh, anyone comes on in, I'll just uh, try my edgy uh, fingers out on them, and I'll shoot them twice with my <laughs> new bow, <laughs> and I'll uh, do a keep up. <laughs> okay, so can we sneak inside? Oh uh, yeah, it's uh, it's unguarded because boy, Jasper's story is super intriguing to these historians. Ezra walks over and sits down so that he can hear the story. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, shoot him! Shoot him twice! And that's how we could have dealt with the issue of Pat not turning up. <laughs> he just got distracted by Jasper. Uh, yeah, so Jasper is is deep in conversation with with the group. Well, you know, in that time, you couldn't just walk into a to a to a store and and put down four, fifteen copper and get uh, some jerky or anything like that. I mean, you actually had to do more than that. You had to bring in an animal to them. Uh, then they would do the cleaning and, and and jerk the meat. But yeah, oftentimes you actually have to provide the spices will they, yourself. Will they jerk the meat? And so. Please, no no comments from the back. We're really getting into something here. And so then they would have to, you know, you'd bring in the spices and all that kind of stuff. And it was really quite a lot of work. And so, you know, in a certain way, if you understand what I'm getting at here, uh, canned goods, the invention of canned goods in general, you know, really had a lot to do with the Austin Reach in a lot of ways. You know, people will tell you it was all Belladonna steel on her and her reach for power and all that. But really, a lot of it had to do with canned goods. As relieved. Go. And you see, <laughs> as relieved. Well, this is good. <laughs> Sneak into the tomb. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't miss much, guys. He was. uh, He was talking about jerking meat with spices. I've always just used spit, but you know, whatever. I'm going to ignore that and head on in. 
So uh, just just a little bit behind the scenes, uh, I knew you guys were going to ask me about that fucking story, and so I had prepared a twenty minute talk about the history of canned goods in the Austin Reach, and so I'm glad I didn't have to go through it all, but I was ready. I was ready for that. That's called DM prep. That's called good audio. Can we just have that whole story? Oh, it would have been so boring. (laughs) So, so do we want to be sneaky about this, or should we just smash through that wall? Uh, well, weren't we going to go down the hole first? I can't remember I, what our plan was the, now. I think the idea was to, to go down the hole and then tunnel up. Right. But, I mean, that may take some time. We could just smash through the wall. Let's do it. Didn't didn't Yanov have a machine for this? He was he was building something that was going to be very noisy. A drill. Right. It's going to build us a uh, drill. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm down for smashing this wall up real nice. Do you think we can? Yeah, we'll make a me-sized hole in it, and then I'll smear myself with bush paste, and I will turn into a bush in front of the hole, and they'll just think that we left a decorative ficus for them (laughs) as a gift, and it will totally obscure the hole. Until they throw a pebble through it? No. I am made of solid stone still, yet I have the appearance uh, of a bush. You're like one of those ceramic Christmas trees. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what Christmas is. Let's go through a hole. All right. We're going to smash through the wall. All right. Um, so I assume Lola's wait, the wait. one that's punching I the wall. I think I might have silence. <clears throat> okay. okay. Yeah, it's not going to matter. Okay. They're outside, like, sure. not yeah. paying too okay. much fucking attention. It's fine. I definitely don't have silence. All right. Uh, okay. I guess just, like, punch through the hole? I mean, punch through the wall? I, I know, mean, it, I'm useless here, it so. Cracked. I don't know how thick the wall is, but it cracked from Ezra's impact last time, so it can't be too tough. Maybe. I think we should go down That's the hole, guys. Punch, punch. Okay. He got a concussion uh, last time he tried this. So, the the idea is to go through the hole and dig up. Man, I don't know. How thick? How thick's the floor? Ezra, punch the wall. Ezra takes a running start <laughs> and does like a uh, Hollywood don't Hulk Hogan this time. Hollywood Hulk Hogan drop kick, two leg drop kick to the stone. Okay, roll it. Two, three, four. One, two, three. Four successes out of six. Mmm. It's exciting. Uh, Yeah, so you kick the wall as hard as you can. A little dust falls from the ceiling. Uh, That's it. It's still a wall. Ezra... Kicks the wall, gets up and no, kicks the wall again. No further cracks or loose bricks or anything. Nope. One, two. Uh, this time, three successes out of six. Okay. Well, I mean, you uh, much of the same. You kick the wall. It your foot's starting to hurt. Can I do that? Uh, unless you switched check? up feet. That baby, God, get your shit together, Pat. Can I do an arcana uh, check? On what? the wall to see if there's some magical enchantment 
Yeah, no, you've already done an arcana uh, an I arcana I just did in one here. On the, bolt, on the wall, on the door. Yeah, I mean, okay, so like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna parse or like split hairs that that cl- like oh, okay. tightly or anything like that. Uh, there's nothing magical about this wall, but it is an old ass stone wall that he is trying to kick. And so, you know, even though it cracked a little bit by the fact that he like smashed into this uh, powerful arcane ward that hard, like it's probably too strong for him to just kick his way through. Okay. So it was probably more the effect of the magic repelling him that cracked it rather than his impact on the door, I guess. Gotcha. I'd throw a big rock at the door. <sighs> uh, okay, you're going to have to describe that a little bit more to me. What exactly uh, do you do? I pick up like uh, a head-sized boulder and just lob it as hard as I can at the door to see if it like cracks the wall anymore or something. Okay. Uh, all right. Go um, ahead and I, roll I, me a ranged it, duck as well. Yeah, go ahead and roll me a, a ranged attack at this door, basically. Uh, so dexterity and ranged. Mm-hmm. The files are in the computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough this. Four out of oh no five sorry that's a nine not six. All right, so you five chuck this you chuck this rock at the door. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's still coming back at you, not at head level. Uh, it's kind of ricocheted a, back. A jump. Yeah, so go ahead and roll me another uh, dex and composure, and you've got to get higher than what you just rolled. Shit. <laughs> Uh, well, that's not too bad. It's eight dice. So I need equal or higher or higher. We'll go equal or higher. I'll throw you the bone on this one. No offense. Five. What'd you get the first time? Five. Five and five. All right. Okay. So you managed to get out of the way. So you chuck this big old rock at the door and it... Uh yeah, the 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 ward repels it with like a huge boom and it's basically like a cannon goes off in there and launches this rock back at you. Uh you manage to like dive out of the way of it uh at just just the last second. Boy, if you had skin, it would have taken a real good nick off of you. Uh but you managed to to avoid it. Uh and yeah, the crack is a little bit a little bit bigger now uh, around the outside of this door. Lola, you had an idea? Uh, no, she didn't. I was, that was not in character. Or not in game. Uh, is there any doors around here, Adam? Are there any doors around here? Yeah, anywhere in here. Uh, there's one door that appears to no, be warded. besides the warded door. Uh, the doorway that you came in, uh, to, like, get down into this area, there is, uh, like, there are big stone doors that were ripped off mm, of their hinges. Okay. Never mind. Guys, is there any way we can rig something up so if we throw it at this door, it'll ricochet off and then back into the door again? Maybe with more effectiveness? Some sort of perpetual motion device yeah. that would solve 
the energy crisis of the entire world if we could oh, harness great. it. Uh, we've got rope. Is is there a beam above the door that we could tie a rope to? There is like, not, not a not quite right above the door. But no, there's a few feet past. Can we battering ram this? I was thinking of setting up a thing kind of like Newton's cradle where we swing mm. the rock. And yeah, no, I mean, there's not anything There's not anything like inherent in there. I mean, like you might be able to build some sort of structure that could work like that, I guess. Uh, but it would take some time and some lumber. But Is there any way we could just grab one of the fallen columns, rig it up, tie this thing, swing it at the damn door? Uh, yeah, I mean, Ezra can pick up that column. Um he has done it already. And we we already know that I'm really good at building contraptions. Ezra picks up the column. <laughs> oh, we've got All right. lots of scaffolding from the platforms above the, the pit. So yeah, guys, so um, go for it. I'm thinking. Uh, since the, the forest coming off this ward is so strong, uh, we rig something up, almost like a ram, that is tied to something on the roof of this place and then it can just ricochet off and then battering ram back into the wall. I like it. Why are you shaking your head at me, Ezra? I'm shaking my head at my baby because she will uh. not stop making noise. <laughs> and and uh, Ezra's quite a carpenter. Mm. I'm sure he could rig something up to support the weight uh, in a couple of minutes, Max. <laughs> Is there a role, like a bunch of roles we can make to rig something like that up? Uh, sure, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I would need Ezra to make um, a crafts role, um, which would be like uh, intelligence in crafts. Three successes. Which, okay. So yeah, I mean he can he can take the the bits and bobbles of the of the column and disassemble it as he needs to, uh, and build something that that would work as a, as kind of a uh, something that you can connect this this pillar to, uh, and then you guys have rope, so there's nothing saying that you guys could not tie this thing up and, and make it work. So yeah, let's say that with that crafts roll, it's enough for you guys to build something that looks like. I mean, it's not super sturdy, but it's enough to pull a beam back and let it go and get the heck out of the way. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm getting the hell to the front of the thing and getting standing outside and peeking in. Ezra wants to ride the oh. column like the end of <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Strange. Oh, God, it's no. such a bad idea, but it's such a great visual. I'm going to let it happen. <laughs> I want to... I'm going to ride this thing. I'm going to ride it Why up. did you build the contraption? Never mind. I'm not even going to ask. Uh, for picking around the door, I just give him a big old thumbs up. <laughs> I'll be the first one through. Um, I crank it back or something. I'm sure we built some kind of cranking mechanism. <laughs> of course. Yeah, we definitely back. did. We built a cranking mechanism. I mean, you guys got sure. enough rope. Maybe you guys have it like tied <laughs> off and like you just pull the rope and, the new, and like a slip knot falls out and it just slides and away kind of we go. Machine to yep. Set off the Ezra pillar. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. All right. Good luck, Ezra. And then I move out out the way. Someone's got to steer it. Do we have a Do we have another wither glass to get out of here fast? <laughs> All right. So you uh, you ride this pillar into uh, the door, uh, and well, 
good news is is that you didn't strap yourself into the pillar uh, because as soon as the pillar hits this door, it is basically not underneath you anymore. It gets launched across the room uh, at lightning speed. It actually, I mean, this pillar is not small. The like the diameter of this thing is approximately like four and a half, five feet wide, um, and it gets embedded in the wall behind you on the opposite side of this room. Um, Ezra, right you ride. Head. <laughs> She's. I think you were outside, weren't you? I was. I was. <laughs> um, Ezra, you ride into this thing, and then this thing just gets completely shot out from under you, like like somebody pulled the tablecloth oh. out. And you fall, and you just fall flat on your butt on the ground. Road rash on your butt. Yeah, you really don't take much except for a little bit of uh, a little bit of of yeah rash from the uh, <laughs> from the pillar just getting launched out underneath you, and the wall next to this uh, door just absolutely crumbles. Uh, the door is still standing, but there's uh, there's a section of the wall about two feet wide that is just in pieces. Does that mean we can get in? Yeah, it's not it's not a thing for Ezra to just like like push the rocks out of the way and you guys are through. How badly damaged are all the rocks? Can we go in and then jigsaw them together? <laughs> We're gonna need a much bigger back bush. Into the hole, so it looks like we haven't <laughs> been through um, that way. So you couldn't really build this wall back. Uh, some of the rocks are dust at this point. Can we just like jury rig it so we can stop them from coming through while we have a look around? Uh, yeah, I mean, you've got all this extra scaffolding now. Um, you could build something, I guess, to kind of block off okay. the path. Like, Okay, so we scramble in and we bar it from the inside. And as as powerful as that smash was, uh, from outside, Lola, it was not super loud. Oh, okay. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, you do hear Jasper continuing to talk about canned goods. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. All right, can I make an investigation? Or do you want to describe what it looks like in here? Uh, yeah, so you guys are just, I assume, just trouncing on down into the into the, the crypt area then. Yep. We go past the old decrepit swinging blade traps mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, well, as soon as you hit the... I forgot all that stuff. As soon as you guys hit, like, the hallway, um, it stinks down here. Uh. And, I mean, it, it kind of stunk up there because you had a, uh, you had a dead... Uh, Beckley up there, but at least it was open to the air. Uh, down here, it's rank. Um, so you guys notice that kind of the the putrid smell of death as soon as you walk in. Uh, but yeah, the spinning blades are not spinning. There's no uh, punji pits or whatever it is. There's there's no uh, swords jumping out of the walls at you or anything. I ride on Ezra's back just in case. <laughs> All right, so you guys emerge into the crypt. Um, and last time you were in here, you were in a pretty stressful situation. Um, but now you're able to take it in a little bit more thoroughly. Um, and the scene is pretty similar to what you remember from before. Um, not much has been moved. Uh, there's still an altar, a dais, as you will, mm. uh, to the back that uh, you guys, where you had found um, the wither glass. There is a handful of bodies scattered around this place, although quite noticeably not um, one that would equate to a handless wizard. Are there hands? There are no hands uh, by themselves in this room. 
I mean, I guess there are hands connected to the other bodies, but there are no hands unto themselves. Oh, boy. Um, all right. So can we uh, like have a really thorough look around that we didn't get the first time we were in here? Sure. Um, yes. Is there anything in particular you're looking for or at? Um, I don't know, guys. Uh, can you sense any kind of magic still in the area? Maybe from whatever Agarian was doing? Yeah. Can I do an arcana Maybe check? lingering traces? Yeah, you can do an arcana. Because he had to have got out of there somehow. Yeah. He couldn't have gone through the door. Well, I assume he probably used a wither glass or something. Uh, one, two, three, three. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you feel um some residual magic in a handful of different directions. Um, obviously the door is still warded, um, and so that's taking a lot of your focus because that's a lot of magic behind you still. Um, but you you sense something kind of over to uh the eastern edge of this this place. Uh, and then the bodies themselves feel like there's something weird there. Like there's some residual magic there. Hmm. Uh, so I, guys, it, it, I mean, there's magic everywhere here, but there's definitely some kind of magic on the bodies. Can I take a look at Clash Tiger? Uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, so roll and investigate. Guys, do you think this is all just an elaborate illusion? No. Quick, lick one of the bodies and see if it's real. Ezra goes and licks the nearest body to see if it's real. (laughs) Boy, that tastes like a dead body. Tastes like a dead body. Don't ask me how I know. Investigation is intelligence investigation, right? Uh, Yes. Uh, Not intelligence. It's I think it's wits, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, same dice pool. No, yeah. Yeah, same dice pool for you. Oh yeah, no, I guess it would be intelligence. Whatever, I don't know. I'm new at this. I've only <laughs> been doing it a year. Two full glaive baseball investigation. Yeah, well, I mean, you're looking him over. It is a, I mean, it's a dead guy. He's been uh, quite obviously stabbed, uh, and uh, and he's got some puncture wounds in his armor, and that's about all you can tell from him. Anything over there, Lola? Not really. Can we just do like a straight investigation? Yeah. On I mean on what? Like I, I need more than that. I need more well, like what you're like, what you're looking for. An investigation for, check. Like we can do an investigation check to say Oh, there's something suspicious in this area. Then do another one in that area to get. I feel a like bit I've more. given you that with Arcana. You guys have at this point searched. Okay, then I'm searching the bodies. Guys, guys, would it be really cool if we took all these bodies and we stacked them up like real weird, so that when Kesha came in, she was like, "Whoa, what happened in here?" And we wouldn't tell her that it was us that they're in some sort of weird topsy turvy formation. Maybe it could be lewd. Maybe it's not. Maybe they're doing a pyramid because they got spirit. Yes, they do. They got spirit. How about you? Some sort of situation like that. And then when they do that, at least one of the the people in here is Mort's 
um, lifelong hero that he cherished, right? We could put him at the top of the pyramid so that he shines forever. <laughs> wouldn't, you, wouldn't you like that, Mort? Wouldn't you like that? Let's see Clash Tiger up there at the top of the pyramid, um, shining like a like a like a beacon of hope. Maybe maybe we should just leave him as he is for now. You're, Perhaps you're right. burial later. He'd be a great foundation for the pyramid. You're right, stout and sturdy. Good call. Good call. I like the way you're thinking. Ezra starts walk around to collect bodies because no one told him not to do this. So, <laughs> can I? I, I would, have... I'm gonna sidle up to Morgan and be like, "We gotta get him some help." Yes, he's 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 kind of losing it a, a little. Yeah, a little. Um, Hey, Maybe we'll hey, send Lola, him to investigate another, this. Another and he has uh, a. <laughs> he's put uh, two of the uh, bodies in a very lewd uh, position. Uh, uh, that's funny, Ezra. <laughs> what the fuck? Can I search to see if there's any more wither glasses around? Sure. Do you want just another investigate? Uh, well, no, I mean, okay, so presumably <coughs> Lola would point out the fact that there's some other stuff going on to the eastern edge of this room at some point. Did I miss and that? I don't remember I told you, like, yeah, there was there was a couple of places, like, there's something extra over to the eastern edge of this of this room, oh, and then something was going that. on with the bodies as well. Okay, like, I'm going those are over two to separate statements. Edge. And on the ground at the eastern edge of this of this room, you find a broken wither glass. Yeah. Well, uh, is guys, do we think this is the one that got us out? What's the inscription I say? I think our one's probably behind the dais, right? I check behind the dais. Yeah, yours is yours is back there. Huh. Also right. written so written in sharpie marker on the back of the one that that Lola finds. It says Serestir. Ah! that's very on the nose, Agarian. <laughs> well. I mean, this is uh, just confirming I what we already know, how right? Got out. Um, is there anything else we could learn from being here? I would like to. I'd just like to throw out there that so far, you guys have searched the floor and you've searched the body of Glaive Beastborn, and I have stacked two bodies into a sixty-nine. Well, the issue is that I don't know what is here to be able to say I look at that thing. Okay. We searched uh, Clash Tiger as well. Can't watch his not. name fix yeah. broken no, I, weather glasses. Was the one I searched. I you didn't, didn't roll anything to search for him, to search him. You just said like John rolled to investigate. I said there was nothing going on with Glaive Beastborn. You rolled nothing to investigate <laughs> and just said nothing's going on over here either. Oh no, I had said that I that I was going over to Clash Tiger. But you never rolled anything to investigate him. Because you didn't ask me to. I said you guys should roll to investigate it on these bodies, and you just never rolled. I bet if you would have said let nothing happened, stack him on the top of the pyramid, I would have clumsily dropped him, and whatever he's carrying would have tumbled out of his pocket. Uh, three. Uh, yeah. Uh, this person is wearing uh, Clash Tiger's clothes. Uh, it is not Clash Tiger. <gasps> Huh. Uh, the More. head has been smashed in to a certain degree, uh, but you recognize from the hair uh, that this is this this might be Hoff, the giant uh, barbarian that ran in Clash Tiger's party. More. He doesn't have the same golden locks that 
Clash Tiger had. And at this point, you kind of don't realize like how you could have missed this. Because you could swear, like, when you saw him before, he was blonde. This body was blonde. Well, magic could have done that. More, 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 more. You know what this means? Maybe Crash Tag's alive. Oh, yeah, uh, but also now really? we can use his body for the top of the pyramid. Oh, oh, yes. Go, go. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, you know uh, what they say. So perhaps he escaped with the Garion? Ah. Uh, but then where was he when we came into the tomb? I don't, I don't know. Guys, maybe he never even went in. Was this a setup to kill us? <gasps> Wait, <sighs> this is a dead giant. What if they're trying to kill all the Monstars? Uh, this is a good I, idea. This is another ever. What a great idea you had. Wow, it's really going to cause some soul searching for me, Mort said as he realized that his idol had been plotting this whole time to kill him and all monsters like him. Oh, man. You're, you sure I, are on the nose. I, Thanks. I don't know if I'm ready to jump to that conclusion yet. I, I don't think we were important enough for them yeah. to worry about killing us. All of you also know that Hoff was not literally a giant. <laughs> He was just a very large man. <laughs> so I, I guess a Garium for whatever reason cast an illusion. I mean, prestidigitation would do that. So I, we didn't get too close. There's a good chance we could have mistaken this for Clash Tiger. So does that mean if perhaps Clash Tiger didn't come in here, then maybe they didn't get his relic after all. The relic is a is a ruse. We didn't oh. see the relic in here at any point, did we? We First did time? not. Okay. Do we think that they Damn, killed I, this I, dude beforehand and carried his dead body in here? Or did oh they God. just... Okay, 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 okay. What if they're working with that sand elf? Yeah. What if they're working with the sand elves? <laughs> just one, just not elves, I, plural. That's what, you know, Ruth always said, never trust a sand elf. Any sand elf is what she said. How do we shaking his head so hard at us? Boy, that racism. It's real good audio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's Ruth. It's not my fault. She's a very, very old woman in a okay. uh, long okay. ago time. I don't see why they would have been working with them. I mean, I don't know. But the sand elf was here when we left. They got out. How did they get out? I, I don't know, guys. This they, they they got out and then sealed the door behind them. Well, right? no, they sealed the door behind them and then both took the wither glass to Serastier. This is all very very confusing. Oh god. Okay. I mean, I, we got to go to Serastier. I Sarastier. don't see I feel as if we're being played the, the, the fools. were involved with them. As they wanted to fake their own death somehow. Yeah, but you know what? Fuck but that! Then why not just disappear? What else are we gonna do? I I think we have to go to Serestia. Yeah. And track down Agarion. And possibly Crash Tiger. And possibly a Sandal. Or... Yes, or we could speak to Kesha, find out where the sand elf is, and go and have a word with her. Let's do it. I could take you to meet Larry, the king of the stoats. We could do that, too. That's always an option. 
Larry. I get, I get back the onto Ezra's back and gently stroke his forehead. Oh no, oh boy. Oh boy, little dude. Is... Hold it together there, Ezra. Maybe we should get Ezra Still some be fine. You know what you know what they all say that you know uh, Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall and all the horses couldn't put him together. That's let's go out of here. And he walks he walks out. Whoa. Ezra walks out. Alright, as you guys uh, head on out, uh, yeah, so still hot and heavy in that uh, canned goods conversation. <laughs> because I, uh, the thing you don't realize is that once the, once the dwarves of Herinfell had developed an alloy that could be used for canning, my word, you would think that they would just share that information with the rest of the world. But no, I mean, they had patented it at this point, oh boy, and they weren't go. going to share it with the rest of us. And, you know, I think that, you know, many people around the world had decided that this was just uncouth and uncalled for and, and it, it started a lot of the agitation that eventually developed into the I started clapping the, really the loud and I nudged the others to clap really loud too yeah we all stopped clapping oh yes I, I mean I, I could go on forever about this but yes no that is a wonderful stopping point thank, thank you all thank you all um uh, but yes, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, telling a little bit more if, uh, you know, if you yes, guys have time. Everyone, Perhaps, Jasper. right? Yes. Yeah, so, oh, of course, of course. Um, you can um, set maybe next pass through. Right. Well, okay. The hat will be over there, um, passed around, and if if anyone wants to, you know, donate uh, to the to to the fund, uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, you know, I, I've got to eat, of course. So, uh, you know, give what you can, and uh, thank you. You've been a wonderful audience, and uh, I would love to tell you more. But obviously, you know that the the night is drawing nigh, and um, so yeah, they 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 the people are gathering around. Uh, a couple people go up to to Jasper afterwards and just want to man, they really want to get deep into some of the lore of Cannery and um, and Keska just uh, comes over to you a little. She's like, "Wow, I didn't I didn't realize that Cangos were so interesting. It's amazing." Did he, did he tell you about botulism? Did he get into that part? That's the best part about canned goods, man. Uh, <laughs> yes, I guess not. I guess. So fun, funny it thing. didn't come up actually, but thank you. Funny thing, Kesha. I don't know if you, you felt the the earthquake uh, a little while ago, but we felt this terrible rumbling in the ground. And we went to the the walls was totally broken down. Um, oh my! You, you could go in there and and check out everything now if you want. That's terrible. Um, Did none of the none of the, none of the of the carvings were damaged, were they? I don't know. We, we haven't really gone in there yet. Um, uh, I have a question for you. Oh, okay, I really need to go look at this wall, but really what, what is quickly. It? I, I okay. nudge a loader and say, "Use use the charm." Yeah, I'm trying to get her attention. <laughs> she says, and she's like snapping her fingers so she'll look at her. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. What? 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 Okay. What, what is it? Um. Uh, so that, that, that sand elf you spoke with, where did, where did you meet up with her? So, uh, you've, you've, have you tried, are you charming? Are you charming? I guess it doesn't matter. She would tell you anyway. Yeah, you yeah really I'm not going to waste her. it. She's just going to tell me. Yeah, no, she would just tell you anyway. Uh, yeah, so she was in, well, we, we were coming through, um, we were in Nanusha and she was at, um, well, okay, so long story short, uh, some of my compatriots tend to, uh, visit, Less than reputable establishments. Uh, well, and, well, 
brothels, brothels, basically. Um, And she happened to be at one and uh, recognized their insignia and kind of told us uh, about the situation. And I was brought in. And so last we'd seen her, it was at um, a a brothel named the the Buxamy Tigress. Um, And yeah, so that was up in. Was she working there? Was it? Was it? Uh, No, I believe she was a patron. Oh, because I want to. I'm ready to be bad. You know what I mean? I okay. Um, I'm sure they have all types of uh, uh, working ladies and gentlemen uh, there. Whatever. Um, but yeah, no, that was uh, that's where she was, and she actually. I mean, she had a room there, um, and it seemed like she had maybe been there for a couple of weeks. So I don't know if she was planning on extended stay, but. And how um, long ago was this? This was about six days ago. Cool. Let's go to this brothel. Yeah, I mean, we did give her a fair amount of money for the information, uh, but with uh, it was one of those pay a little up front, pay a little later. So we've actually sent some people uh, back to Danusha just a couple days ago after we got some real good verification of this place uh, to pay her the rest. So, I mean, at least... Within the last few days, she probably was still there. I, I mean, if I you have start slapping Mort on the back a bunch, like we gotta go, we gotta go. Let's find a fast horse. Let's fly. Uh, how how far away is this place? Uh, you guys would know that Nanusha is the closest major city in Dindarest. Dindarest has three crown cities, basically, or throne cities. Uh, and the throne just kind of alternates between them. Uh, right now it's in Kushkal, uh, and the closest one to where you're at currently is Nanusha. The other one, for those of you who care, is called Shet. Not shit, Shet. Thank you. Go so ahead, what you're go ahead, saying gonna is go ahead and cut that off already. So how far away we is it? We should definitely bring the royal ship there. Mm. Yeah, no. Uh, so it would be out of your way to go back to the coast to take the boat to go okay. up. Like you would, you would probably like to. You would probably have to go twice as far on land uh, to get back to the coastline than you would to get to gotcha. Anusha. And if you guys got back to the road where you met Jasper and followed that north. That would uh, that would I mean a hundred percent lead to Nanusha. You guys know it's the okay. uh, it's the at the very north edge of the Elysian Sands, um, so you're not that far away. We're doing it. We're flying. We're we're gonna get a fast horse. We're gonna fly. Okay, thank you so much. We gotta go. Uh, yeah, Ke- Kesha, do do you have a, a wagon we could borrow and a, a couple of horses? Uh, I mean, we have some wagons and horses, but I mean, we really need it for our equipment. Um, and as, as wonderful as you people seem to be, I, I mean, we couldn't possibly part with that. I mean, it would leave us in a real bad position. I mean, we are going to be here for a little while, but I mean, really, you know, if an emergency happened, them, them back. Okay, we would, I, I understand, but I mean, I really wouldn't feel comfortable. I mean, having just met you and everything like lending you a wagon and horses, I mean, uh, that's three, four, five. Uh, yeah, so she's kind of taking a shining to you, Lola. She's like, <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, I don't, you know, we're, we'll definitely bring them back. And hey, maybe we can stock up on food for you guys while we're there. And uh, if you kind of oh. do it in double duty. Man, you know, Nanusha does have some good cuisine. Um, 
All right. Just because I'm a, you know, I'm kind of a softy. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Just, just don't make a big thing about it. Cause I don't think like everyone would be super on board with it. Uh, maybe you guys can like meet up with our people that are there in Danusha right now, paying the sand elf, the rest of her money and, uh, maybe have them bring it back. That would be great. Um, we maybe great pick them up on the way. Maybe they haven't even made it yet. I don't know. Perhaps so. we could pick them up on the way and then pretend to be them. And meet with the Sandler <gasps> to pay her. Mutter's air quotes when he says pay her. That's great. That's great. Yeah, we'll we'll kill those people and we'll take their uniforms. Guys, she knows what we I look mean, like. She she won't know that until she's in the room with us to meet right, us. Right, right. Got it's her. a good plan. Let's go. Let's go kill these guys and take their clothes. She's a trained assassin. I'm a trained assassin. Okay. Fuck it. Let's do it. We we've. Gotta go there anyway. Yep. Yeah, well, it's true. On the road to the news. Worry about the plan. Some some other time along along the way. All right. Well, uh, not wasting too much time because charm person doesn't last forever. You guys mm-hmm, get the horses mm-hmm. ready to go. Uh, Yanov has his uh, his building kind of broken down. He's standing there with a giant drill. Like, are, are we doing this? Like, what? <laughs> No, we're, okay, we're going, we're going, okay. And he yeah, tosses going, the drill in the back of the wagon. <laughs> he's pretty good with, like, the we got to get out of here quick routine. Like, he's played that game plenty of times. Uh, I'm see, sure we'll have a, a use of that drill sometime later. Yeah. Mark in your good inventory one gigantic pneumatic <laughs> drill uh, that on, runs on stop, fart gas. Stop signing autographs. Oh, my word, yes. Uh, uh, you know... <laughs> These people, they just they just love a good story. But that's what it is. Uh, with 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 historians, they just they just love to hear about the about the past, and uh, particularly the gorillas here. Did you meet okay, them? Bye. Did you meet <gasps> the gorillas? Okay, never mind. We should be going. Uh, you guys all load up on the cart, and uh, off you head uh, through sand, which is kind of uncomfortable. But there's like a path or something, and then you guys get back to the road and head north. Ezra. How about a traveling circle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on the road to Nanoosh. I hope all these hookers like to douche. Because... <laughs> 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 all right, so it's, uh, it's a day, almost a day, a good, a good 20 hours of that. Um, and you guys are closing in. You can see Nanusha on the horizon, but you also see uh, a couple of uh, travelers walking on the on the road, and they are wearing purple cloaks. Uh, and you would pick them out from anywhere. That these are kind of the same attire that the folks from the Fourteenth Pillar were wearing. Hey guys, 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 guys! And we flag them down. Oh hi! Keshka sent us to give you a lift the rest of the way. Climb on in. I I don't believe it. Like we asked her to use the wagon to come here and then she says we can't spare the wagon and then she's gonna send the wagon i've been walking for two fucking days and she sends a wagon yeah she had a change of heart come on aboard i'm gonna come on aboard but i'm not thrilled with this this is bullshit she always (laughs) fucking does this to us come on take a load off we ride to minutia are you guys new i've never seen you guys before we were just passing by and she gave you and, guys the uh, wagon? Yeah. Jesus. We, we told her we'd bring it back. Greg, Greg, this is exactly what I'm talking about with her. Is like, this is the passive aggressive stuff that she's been doing to me since day one. Okay? And I don't understand it. I never know. I don't know what I did to her that she's going to do this to me. Uh, 
Greg is uh, is a mute, so we don't have to worry about Greg. <laughs> well, I'm on board. What's your name? Uh, my name is Greg. It's confusing. I'm sorry, but we're both Gregs. I think that's why she sent the both of us so that she wouldn't have to say Greg one and Greg two anymore. And I'm just, I'm Greg two, I guess. If that's the, you know, of course I would be. Are you Greg um, with three G's or with two G's, or is he Greg with three G's or with two G's? Or are they spelled the same? Um, so I don't know how he spells his name. We've never actually discussed it. And in fact, he can't talk. So maybe his name isn't even Greg. Maybe she's doing this to screw with me. Um, is your name even really Greg? He just gives a, a solemn nod. Okay. Well, I guess that's not it, but uh, my, I'm Greg with two G's, but it's at the beginning and the end. It's not like two at the end or anything like that. So we split them up in my family. <laughs> Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Can't wait to kill this guy. We nice to meet you, Greg. Keep up this lovely banter all the way to Nanusha. <laughs> I got a song about Nanush if you'd like to hear it. <laughs> no, I'm good. Um, I've heard too many songs about Nanush. Usually they're quite ribald and I don't like that type of thing. It's already bad enough that I'm going to have to go into a house of ill repute to pay some sand elf. Oh, I guess actually, that's what he's here me. for. We could do that for you if you want. Oh we, my God, that would here. be so good. There's actually a pie shop on 3rd Street that I would love to get to, but I just didn't feel like we had the time. But now that we have this wagon and you guys could maybe go to the brothel for us. Gosh, that would be great. Yeah, no um, worries. Yeah, we'll, we'll need to borrow your cloaks. Our, borrow our cloaks? Just, just oh, to show so that she... we're on the official vi- official business. Um, yeah, okay, that's fine. Um, so we don't we don't usually wear anything under the cloaks. Like, um, so I don't have a change of clothes. I don't know. I mean, I'll sw- do a cloak swap. You want to do a cloak swap thing? I mean, Ezra could rub you with some paste. Um, I'm, I'm down for anything, really. Um, that sounds intriguing, but, um, wait, what, what is that going to, I would need some, I would need like maybe some backup clothing would be great. Can we not just go into the brothel and be like, Hey, the people are here in your room at the residence in Marriott and they're waiting to give you some more money. Do we even need the cloaks? Well, I, I mean, I think she would the the sound elf wouldn't necessarily want to meet with cloakless people. <laughs> I don't know. Well, she won't know because she will come into a room where we already are. Yeah. See. Ooh, I can, I can. You can make Ezra a bush and just put him in the corner of the room. She's like, dang, they put in a decorative ficus. Wait. So, are you guys going to do this or not? Because I'm like, yes, yes. I got my pie good. hunger on now. So. Yep, we're good. Let's yes, go. You, you go and get some pies. We'll go to the the brothel. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna give you guys like a lot of money, and I need you guys just to just be solid with this, okay? Because yeah, I really cool. don't want to. Like, I really don't want to go back to Keska and say, like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, none of the money showed up for the assassin elf, and uh, we're all screwed now because I gave it to some other people. Yeah, because- yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. Okay, because she would really make my life not great for this, and I'm really trying to try, trying to make something of myself. You know, it's been a hard hard few years for me. Um, I was kicked out of my house. You know, it's not really, it's not really your problem, but um, just... Help me, help me out here, okay? Just yeah, don't, no, don't, no don't, worries. We we got don't, you covered. Don't worry. Leave it with us. All right. So he kind of half reluctantly hands over a very heavy pouch, uh, and 
you know, it's closed. You don't. I, I assume you're not opening it up and checking all the money in front of him. So no, we check it okay. after he leaves. Have, have fun. Yeah. Get me a Boston cream or something. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Sure thing. Can you guys uh just just come pick us up afterwards if if you, if, you, if that's cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. No problem. Meet us here same time tomorrow. Okay. Come on, Greg. Bye. So, so we're keeping this money, right? Yeah, that I guy mean, is terrible at his job. Oh my god, can she you believe that? didn't have the right to, to sell the tomb anyway, so... No, Jesus yeah. Christ, how does that... How does a guy like that get a job? Oh my god. Oh, man. We definitely should have just killed him. Anyway... I, I don't know we'd had to go that far. Let's go, let's go see uh, these hookers. We'll keep the money. Alright, so you uh, guys... So we go and find the... Buxom tigress. The bosomy tigress. Is that what it was? The bosomy tigress. Something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So you guys walk up to the bosomy tigress and there is, uh, it's easy to find because there's a large ornamental uh, tiger uh, like seductively posed above the doorstop and it's like wearing a bikini. Oh boy. Uh, A little on the nose, don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember Uh, what her name is? We just call her Elf. I don't think it that's how it was. Um, no, Bexley was the other one, wasn't it? Bexley yep. was the um, other one. Yeah. How far back do you remember? Do you remember the name of the Elf? Episode. <laughs> can I make an intelligence check? Sure. Good. We're not going to see her this episode anyway. Two. Shiver. 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 Oh, I was going to say it started with an A. I was way off. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we go to the, the the barkeep and we say that we would like a room and that there is an elf here named Shiver if she could meet us in this room. Yeah, uh, okay. I mean, we don't really do uh, I slide him here. A, uh, whatever money denomination this is. <laughs> Uh, slide yeah, so if you money. reach, I slide him one money. I, I assume you're taking money out of the little, uh, oh, yeah. the little pouch that you guys have. All right, yeah. So you slide him a whole gold piece, and he's like, "Oh well, I can set up such an arrangement, no problem." Uh, so it's three gold a night for a room. I shrug and, and give him three gold. Oh my goodness! Thank you for paying up front. We appreciate that. There's a two night minimum stay, of course. I give him three more. Okay, um, <laughs> thank you for all of this. Uh, I will. I will go tell our other guest to visit your room. Your room yes, is yes. Just just tell her that uh, Kashka sent us with the the rest of her money. Oh, that's yeah. I can do that. Uh, so you guys are gonna go upstairs into the hall room tree and then i'll go get her because she's upstairs front of the hall room one ezra grabs him and says uh you know if she ever wants to know why she's six gold pieces short you know definitely tell her that you didn't swindle us at all and you were doing honest business so uh when she counts it and she wants to know why she's short and we tell her it's because of you just know that that's on your shoulders now. So maybe not break your arm jerking yourself off that you just got uh, six gold pieces over on us. All right, buddy. And Ezra <laughs> walks upstairs. Uh, what it he was, said and Lola it was seven. Thank you very much. <laughs> and don't worry. 
My arm is no. very flexible. <laughs> no, the one was a bribe. The six was the swindle. And we're going to okay, pay a you, bribe. Now you're ruining it. Keep going. <laughs> Ezra walks up the stairs and kicks open the door to room one. We're here with your gold. <laughs> we're here with your gold. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> All right. All right. Well you kick open the room to door one and you see um you see a uh a a, a gnomish woman uh completely nude and uh in bed with a sand elf. What up? We're here to, we're here to party. <laughs> oh my, this is can can you give us a minute? Yeah, no, that's cool. I'm just what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna turn myself into a ficus. You won't, after a while, you'll forget that I'm here. You'll think I'm just a tree. You do your thing, I'll do my thing. You know what they say: if that ficus uh, comes a rocking, don't uh, pay attention to the ficus. That's what they I, say. I shoot more a poignant look to say that we have an issue to deal with. <laughs> um. Ezra okay, takes up all his clothes and begins to smear himself with <laughs> A little earlier than I was expecting. I turned uh, my back was, so they could get dressed. I some kind of plan. <laughs> okay. Uh, so within a couple of minutes, a, uh, a, a gnome woman just scurries out of the room, holding her clothes basically around her waist. Um, and uh, Shiver doesn't bother to put on clothes. She just gets up out of bed. Hi, that's a power move. Uh, hi. Hello. Remember us? Uh, yeah, yeah. Last time I saw you guys, you were trapped in a tomb. Haha, well, we got out. Yeah, no, I think that was the plan, wasn't it? Yes, that was the plan. The, the, the plan that we all know about. Ezra's half bush. He's bush from the legs down. Were you the one that offed Bexley, or did he do that to himself? Uh, I don't... What? Oh, so what happened with Beckley? I haven't seen him since I left. Oh, he's dead. You probably won't see him again. Huh. Okay. Well, that sucks for him, but fair enough. Uh, so are you here for some sort of revenge or something of that nature? Oh, no, we brought this sack of gold for you. From uh, oh, cool. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> what? And, nope. And oh, what? We're, we're happy to give it to you if you can just answer some questions. <sighs> okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, why not get paid twice for the same information? I mean, I, I, I already... That gold is mine for information that I've sold once, but I guess I, I will have to give twice as much information for the same amount of money. Sure, this is this is just my day. That's fine. Okay, sure. Oh, ask away. Go for hey, it. To, to be fair, you had no right to sell my family's tomb. I didn't sell your family's tomb. And it's not. <laughs> but it's not even your family's tomb. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, so, sorry, I, I get caught up in my own lies sometimes. I didn't. I didn't sell the tomb. I sold the location of the tomb. That's very different. And for historians, that's pretty important to them. So, like, you know. It was worth it for them. They got their money. I mean, value. I got my money. They got their value, basically. That's that's beside the point. Um, we want to, to know what's going on with Agarion and Clash Tiger. You, uh, you remember that you killed Clash Tiger? 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So did you, well, oh, so you talked to Keska, so you're already back there, so you've probably found out that he didn't die. Okay, so yeah, no, I didn't kill him. Where is Adarian? Um, I I don't know. I left him in the tomb. Uh, they didn't exactly tell me where they were going after all of this. Did you? So are you in cahoots with them for some reason? <laughs> cahoots. Cahoots. That is that's adorable. Honestly, that's he's, that's adorable. He's very old. That's adorable as you yeah. are, baby. Um Ugh. thanks. Uh listen. Uh you know, I, you know what I was built for, right? I can tell. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, what's up? Let's put it this way, okay? So I was hired for a job that required very little work on my part. Um they needed an assassin that could look like an assassin. And so that's what I did. And it's one of the few times I got paid really well for not even having to kill anyone. Was it? Uh, so, wait, was it a Garion that hired you? Uh, yeah, I guess technically. I mean, not not him directly. It was through some other people. But yeah, I mean, he and and, and Clash Tiger together. But you did kill Glaive Baseball. Oh, I didn't kill anybody. Uh, by the time I well, okay. So when I went to the tomb that we were supposed to meet up in, uh, yeah, uh, so there were some bodies already there. So are we, I turned to the others. Uh, are we looking at a situation in which Agarian and Klaustager are offing the other paragons? That's what I was just thinking. But, so was Klaustager there at all? Or was it just a Garion and some dead bodies when you got there? Uh, when I got there, it was uh, a Garion. Uh, Beckley was there. Uh, and yeah, some dead bodies. I never saw Clash Tiger. I thought it was weird because there was like one of the bodies looked like Clash Tiger, but then it wasn't Clash Tiger. But a Garion you know. is very good. And the kid was was there after. What? But what happened to Are the, you to fucking the kid? Did kidding you see me? Him? No, if, I saw him when we were leaving, and then Beckley and him got into a discussion about something, and I, I was on my way out. Like, we were done there. She's got these veins frothing out, and she says, He fucking let Dickie in! And he, uh, I, I, I don't know if Dickie was involved in it, so we brought him with us. If they left. What if it was Dickie that killed Beckley? What if Dickie's actually a master assassin? What if. What if? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Lola starts so, pacing real hard. Dickory was alive when you saw him, then. Yeah, I mean, he was in an argument with Beckley. Uh, I don't know what conscience about. Conscience clear. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah our conscience is we clear. We are the good guys. <laughs> it's all of our cover. Everything that has happened since then, our conscience is clear. Ah! She starts like tearing out her feathers. <laughs> it looks like Ezra's not the only one having a meltdown. <laughs> so, did you see Glaive Beastborn's relic when you were in the tomb? Uh, that would be the sword thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there were swords. None of them looked like particularly relicy to me. I guess um, I've not. So I've not really met any paragons. So I don't know. Like, do they like shimmer and shine and have like all types of like sparky little light motes po- pouring off of them? They look like heavenly and that kind of stuff. Oh, really? Do they? Yeah, they're. I mean, they're yeah. pretty noticeably. Yeah, you know, when you see it. Yeah, no, nothing jumped out at me as as being like 
the the equipment of a god or anything like that. So no, I don't think there was a sword there that would match that description. <clears throat> well, mm, the plot thickens. Unless they yeah, stashed um, it somewhere so, else, there's that is not to say that they don't have it. Listen about my money. Um, I throw it out. Oh, yeah, here you go. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have to be rude. No, it's like a toss. You're, you're, you're seven gold short, by the way. Yeah, the guy downstairs tried to uh, do one over on us. Mm, yeah. Okay. Hey, well, I guess I won't have to. Uh, Consider this the the kill free job that I thought it was. You know what I mean? Uh, I, you know, I'm saying that all the time. Let, let, <laughs> let me do you one more solid here, Shivers. Okay. Uh, yes. We messed up your little your little tete a tete that was going on earlier. We'll send these two out of there. Uh-huh. I'll show you what I was made for. You know what I mean? You'd be like, uh, listen, uh, you're sweet, but I'm not really into whatever that is, guys. <laughs> Um, uh, you're, I'm technically not a guy. I'm a I'm a sex machine. I'm a, like a literal sex robot. No, no, no I, okay. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, eh. no problem. Nothing okay. ventured, nothing gained, right? Oh, hey, I I feel you there. Uh, wait, I walk yeah, over uh, her, and if I can, I want to take like a couple gold out of there, and I said, "This is for him." And I said, "I walk out of the room, and I'm gonna get him a room with something and." Someone who is adventurous and let him work out whatever is going on. Uh, this is a pretty crappy brothel. Like one gold would have been okay. And I send three people up. He needs a, a lot of stress relief, I think. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, Shiver doesn't really fight you on that. Uh, she goes downstairs to confront the barkeep to get the rest of her gold back. And, um, yeah, by the time that you guys get back downstairs, like the barkeep is not there anymore. He's like in the back somewhere. Um, but you never see Shiver again in this establishment. And, uh, yeah, so you guys have her room with a broken door. You guys have your room, room three. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and, and Ezra has some fun. So it's interesting that Agarion went to Sarastar and then that Paragon died. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Like, if they would have just... Clearly what they wanted was for us to see the whole thing and tell everyone. Right? They wanted... Ezra yes, comes back in the room. They wouldn't just yeah, think they, they were dead, so we wouldn't suspect They wanted Clutch Tiger to be broadcast that he was dead. That... But What's going on here, guys? But there must be some logical... Has Gatorade been invented yet? You know what I mean? They got some electrolytes to replenish, my man, because I left some electrolytes all over the place. I, 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 I don't even know how you would do that, but whatever. <laughs> I thought you were sweet as powerful. <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, you know what? You know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. I don't want to know. Uh, so, we're talking about... Okay, well, I, next up... There must be a, a logical explanation for them doing this. I can't imagine that trying to collect all the relics for nefarious purposes. Well, let's, oh, let's sleep on this. it. I, you, you trust Agarian, don't you? I did. Then he fucking let Dickie in his mm. inner circle and not me, so 
Uh, I mean, I don't know. We've got evidence of uh, that. Is, I'm is operating such. as I'm operating as such. Listen, we need to we need to go to Terrestria, right? That's where we're going next. Like right now? Well, no. To you guys tomorrow, need it right now because I was gonna go back no, because she wasn't kidding. This place is real kid. cheap, real real cheap. I got like two gold left. Well, see you later. <laughs> All right, so we're going to Terrestria. Well, no, I warned you. I warned you that this would be an exciting one, didn't I? And I, you know, old Jasper never steers you wrong on these things. So, um, you know, we learned we learned a lot tonight. I feel, Lord, I mean, I didn't. I knew all this already, obviously. But you learned a lot tonight. I think about canned goods and um, and um, jerky, um, which you know, processed meats and salted meat stuffs. Um, you know, it, it's it's so interwoven with the story of canned goods that, you know, you really can't talk about one without talking about the other. And then, as I've said many times, you know, it's it's kind of you know, fundamentally speaking what was behind the entirety of the Austin Reach. Um, so, I mean, uh, hopefully, hopefully you'll pick up my pamphlet on the matter. Um, we've got a matter actually uh, to the left of the bar there. There's a handful of pamphlets and, and really the pamphlet more than anything is a coupon to buy my book on the matter. Um, and so, and it's a buy one, get one for a copper off. So, I mean, it's a great deal if you've got, a, you know, presents, a gift-giving occasion coming up. I think the, you know, if I'm not mistaken, the Cucumber Festival should be rolling back into town any time now. Um, and so I don't know for certain if you do distribute gifts during that time, and this would, it makes great gifts. Um, but, you know, only, only one coupon per person, uh, per, per household, let's just say, per household. I don't want you, you know, you can't buy all of them in a copper off, you know, don't don't get crazy. All right, well, anyway, next time, um, you're going to hear, oh, you know, a little bit more from that kind of same area. You know, I know we, we left on a, hey, we need to go to Celestia um, type of a high note, uh, but that's just dramatic storytelling, really. Um, I, I'm going to spoil that a little bit when I tell you right now, you know, they're not going to be in Celestia that quickly. And it takes a little bit of time to get there. They had no plan for travel. I don't know if they thought they would take, you know, the wagon, but, <laughs> well, some people might have a thing or two to say about that. Um, so, you know, we'll see. You know, maybe you'll find out next time exactly how they made it there. Um, all things considered, they did quite well on time. Um, that, of course, is the story for another night. So please, please join us next time here at the Gilded Rab Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your Minotaur bartender, of course. And if you have any um, any grudges, just make sure that they know. Just make sure they have no question that you're going to hold on to that, right? Let them know that the only place you'll be burying a hatchet is in their tombstone. I mean, figuratively speaking, I mean, I don't think anyone expects you to actually sink a hatchet into a tombstone. It's very difficult. Um, you could chip up the tombstone something fierce, and that will really do a thing for them and make them families and loved ones have to pay for a replacement um of course that's the kind of thing you only reserve for a grade a premium grudge like the worst person you could possibly i don't even know why i'm talking i'm just going to get off the stage at this point i, I should really have stopped this a while ago There, potatoes didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of brute force well then check out these other geekly ink shows including drunks and dragons cast of thrones cthulhu and friends transformation sequence podcast and you're a wizardary 
you can also head over to BruteForcePodcast.com to read character journals or follow the party on our map of Eorith. If you've liked what you've heard so far, then please consider donating to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash BruteForce so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy. Also, don't forget to make your way over to iTunes to leave us a five-star rating and review. Reviews are like shiny things, and that makes Lola happy. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so go subscribe, grab your gear, and get ready to go adventuring with Brute Force. Uh, I'm doing a daily podcast where I talk about celebrity birthdays. <laughs> I talk about what celebrities are born on that day, and I'm trying to find the day in the year that has the lamest celebrity birthdays. That's good. And so it's a carrying over thing, and every day I battle against the previous loser That's cool. to see which day has the worst celebrity birthdays. That's good. And um, September 3rd is the is the top streak winner, although right now they have managed to beat somebody. But uh, September 3rd with... Uh, Three, two, one listing of uh, Kitty Carlisle. She's number three, the three number three most famous person uh, with a birthday on September third. Number two, Sean White. Oh, shaka, bro. The snowboarder. Yeah. And uh, and number one, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Oof, Sheen is the, the worst. Is is the top? Dude, have you yeah, seen that? He's the, but he's the tops. <laughs> you seen that Sean White? He's the top interview where he uh, was coming back from winning gold in the Olympics and he was talking about being on his flight on the way back. He was like, yeah, it was great, man. It's everyone loves seeing my gold medal. They give you whatever you want, drinks and stuff. And the woman was like, drinks, you're only 19. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, I'm talking about Mountain Dew, baby. 